0: Aloha, this is Stephanie Colvin at LDS Real People Real Lives Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us once again this week. And if you're new, welcome. This week I'm traveling out of town and we have a busy week with family things going on, moves happening. And I unfortunately have not had time to assemble an episode. I've been doing this podcast for almost a year and I find myself this week just uh, being inundated with so many needs in the family. So I am going to replay an interview that I did with my father, Ray Lemon. It's quite a popular uh, episode about the refiner's fire. And, of course, what happens to us as we come here to Earth in this Proving Ground experience to be purified, sanctified, and to learn the lessons that are so important for us to learn that we may be able to present ourselves once again when we pass on to our Heavenly Father and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So that will be coming up next. I appreciate your patience, but enjoy this interview with my father, Ray Lemon, who has a wealth, an absolute wealth of faith, strong conviction about the truth of the gospel, and the purpose of hardships and trials, and really how it blesses our lives. So thanks again for joining us. Hi, Dad. Welcome to our little podcast. I'm so happy to have you on this episode for the Refiners Fire what it is and the place that it has in our lives. This is my father, Ray Lemon, and um, he has joined us today to add his voice and testimony as well as his experiences, and I'm so happy to have you on the podcast, Dad. So when we talk about the refiner's fire, um, let's start off a little bit dad with you and your story. Tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and your life.
1: Well, my name is Ray Lemon and I've been a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for at least 47, 48 years. It's been a a bittersweet, glorious journey. I was born of goodly parents in Honolulu, Hawaii, and I Have Hawaiian blood in me that has granted me some spiritual gifts according to my patriarchal blessing Uh, I've always loved the Lord I was raised an Episcopalian I've always loved the Lord and in my life and uh, as a result of that down deep inside even though I never really kept his commandments That love and that feeling and that awareness separated me usually from everybody else that I went to school with, in particular my society. It caused me a lot of stumbling blocks too because I didn't understand why this feeling and loyalty towards Father in Heaven was so affinitive. I went through life more like everybody else does who's not a member of the church and not very conscientious of our... Obligations and the blessings of Father in Heaven, and uh, I committed and did things that brought me both Babylonian type of happiness and Babylonian type of sadness in my formative years up until my early 20s. When I met my wife, who uh, was a member of the church, she wasn't active, but she was going to. Leia College, which is affiliated with Brigham Young in in, in Hawaii, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Because of that connection with her, my life began to change. But previous to meeting her, I had gone through my hell of depression and sorrow and sadness and disappointments, not because of what others did to me, but because of my bad choices. And though it was... uh, and though it was very deep and I experienced much sorrow and sadness because of my choices, evidently it had, it had become an important part of my life that led me towards the church and a relationship with our Savior Jesus Christ. Because it caused me to seek help other than what I would otherwise receive in the world. And that realization and those experiences of bitterness and the flame of sanctification, I would suppose, also made me aware of uh, what bad decisions can do and the consequences. And it helped me to set me in order in my mind to seek out the wisdom of the elders, that their wisdom is has great value to it, that the scriptures are of great value if we follow them. And it was a slow educational process to that realization. But I had to go through an extensive amount of suffering in order to come to that conclusion. As a result of that, upon meeting my wife, I naturally thought I'd died and gone to heaven because I noticed she was such a pure character, and she introduced me to the ideologies of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, especially the First Vision, which unconsciously I had been looking for all my life, but just didn't know where to find it. After being baptized, I began still with the habits of the telestial kingdom make that eternal journey. And it's been a process of education and realization of what's good in life and the value of the gospel in our lives. And how it is, it is a marvelous work and a wonder upon us. It's a miraculous work upon us if we will yield to the commandments of our Father in Heaven and the covenants we make. And I have found happiness in the process, but It has not been without making conscientious sacrifices of my old ways and replacing those old ways of bitterness with with the values of our Savior Jesus Christ and coming to realize that following in his footsteps, irregardless of the sanctification process that we might go through, which at times is very painful very challenging emotionally and mentally on the break of sometimes learning the grand lesson of loving your own family through the potential divorce and potential loss of my family because of my conduct i had to do much repentance and bring myself into alignment with the spirit of the lord lessons hard to be learned i've made mistakes as I've grown in the church, but the Lord has been tender and delivered me from the consequences of those mistakes, which has burned with fire in me also, with pain and suffering and regret. But it's the process of being cleansed from the celestial kingdom characteristics to that which is celestial. To ready us and
0: to prepare us, right?
1: To prepare us to receive the greater glories of the gospel, the blessing, to be worthy of that, as well as to be able to go back into the presence of Father in heaven.
0: Do you think these moments that we have, these refiner's fire moments that we have that are dotted throughout our lives, is it something that we should fear? Should we be afraid? Should we run from it?
1: No, uh, consciously I was very ignorant as to these things. You know, being, not being raised in the LDS tradition of religion, but being raised in the world's tradition of religion. The concepts are very different. On the one hand, in the world, they, they preach a paradisical type of life if you obey the commandments of the Father in heaven and you gain the riches of the world. They don't speak too much about educating our mind on afflictions and and sacrifices that we need to make personally in order to bring our lives up, habits and concepts that we were raised with in the world that we need and values that we need to give up, which we loved at one time and made up our personality in order to bring ourselves and our nature and our thinking into harmony with our Savior Jesus Christ. And some of that journey is is very painful to give up and of some of the pleasures of the world is very painful to give up for the blessings of the gospel but it's worth it but you don't find that out until you walk the walk and walk the talk and that is the greatest part of the gospel it? learning these lessons by walking it and not just talking it. and that within itself is a mystery according to Brigham Young
0: I love that. We learn by walking it and not just talking it. So, you know, as the gospel always teaches us, we must do and we must act. There's always this hearkening and this hastening that's placed, you know, in the teachings of the gospel. And so it's definitely a loving experience, but it's something that, how would you couch that?
1: It's a loving experience after the fact. But as you go through the experience and challenges going through the experience, such as when our number two son died after serving, a mission, and he died of cancer. And on the one hand, my wife's attitude was, Father in heaven, thy will be done. My desires were Father in heaven, heal my son. And for the two years that we, nurtured him, and saw the pain and discomfort that he went through and the valiancy that he showed in spite of it all to be faithful to his covenant. It was a wonderful journey of love, sorrow, and sadness, and uh, maybe what one could call a college education and uh, paternal love for one's child who is potentially going to die in suffering. I can't put it verbalized everything that my wife and I learned from that experience. But if anything we learned our compassion, capacity increased for people who are struggling. We become more sensitive to it. We become more adult in our paternal love for our children. When Mike finally died And like I said, my wife said, Thy will be done, Father, and she was relatively at peace with that. But with me, I got mad at God. And in my own way, I swore at Him and complained in my garage yelling at the top of my lungs that He let me down. The thing that came to my salvation at that time was that thing inside of me that said to me, in spite of it all, Ray, humble yourself. And I did.
0: That's beautiful, Dad. And I was
1: forgiven. And that forgiveness, after I raised at him, taught me a great lesson of the grace and love of our Savior, Jesus Christ. what he had done for us. But it was a burning flame of sanctification, and I had to go through it in order to learn of his grace and power and how much he loves us.
0: I love how you talk about how we need to go through these experiences in order to gain that college education in spiritual matters. And that's so very important. So we definitely should not feel sorry for ourselves not pity ourselves even though we can give ourselves a moment to maybe feel the situation but um, know that there is going to be miracles that are going to come through our choice to make good decisions because Father always blesses those who persevere, endure, and obey and repent to the best of their ability.
1: And I think you're right, in fact you hit it right on the head, but it's a journey. And it's one step at a time, to the point where then we become convinced that Father in Heaven is there, and that He does love us, and we learn it by experience, and that comes by living the gospel, and exercising faith, and at times pushing ourselves through these moments when at times we just want to give up, and become victims of our self-pity, and just wallow in it, which is very destructive and we shrink from the imagery and the faith that our Father in Heaven wants us to exercise.
0: I do think it's very realistic for us to have these moments in our lives where we do become a victim to maybe our self-pity. But it's important that we remember to pick ourselves up and then do so by the teachings of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the many resources and how they encourage us to do so with our faith.
1: Well pointed and well said.
0: Our choices, etc. You know, um, in Isaiah 48, verse 10, it says, Behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. You've touched on some moments in your life where you've been in that furnace of affliction. Can you tell me what blessings have come from that furnace? those many furnace moments that you've experienced throughout your life and continue to do so. Just because you're, uh, dare I say, 80 years old does not mean that your furnace of affliction moments are done.
1: Correct. There have been times, I didn't join the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints until I was 27 years old. And previous to that, I had, I had done many things in my life that I'm not proud of and one would call them sins and on a scale of one to ten my sins were from number one that most of us are guilty in to maybe number nine you know which might be a little exceptional to the general masses and as a result of that i suffered the consequences of those sinful decisions and acts that i did When I joined the church and began to receive the imagery and vision of what it's like to be a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and the imagery of Christ's likeness I complained to Father in Heaven one time and asked him, why did I have to come down from premortal existence and live in such a sinful environment versus why couldn't I have been born into a active member, of the family, and be taught all these beautiful values of conduct and, and life and living by faith and receiving the sweetness of the tree of life and the blessings that are attended to it because I was pretty angry about it at that time and the answer I got from Father in Heaven is that the experiences I had had up until the time when I joined the church and of course, consequently, have had since, those experiences helped me to bring me to the church and help me to educate the value of being in harmony with Father in Heaven versus living a sinful life. That I needed to have those experiences to educate me as to what is right and wrong in this life. Not just right and wrong on the celestial or terrestrial kingdom level, but that which is on the celestial level. And that's why, in the first place, we came down here and descended into a celestial kingdom. is to learn right from wrong, as we know in the Book of Genesis in the Garden of Eden. But the experiences, you know, it's one thing to read these things and to hear about them, but having gone through them and experiencing the bitterness and the emptiness of the reward of Babylon, it's still misery.
0: i really like how you said that the reward of babylon is empty you know we're taught in the scriptures over and over that the things of the world um doth corrupt and they can they don't have any eternal or long-lasting effect so when we talk about your refiner's fire moments and the sorrow and suffering and the pain that you've gone through Let's look at the rewards and the effects and the blessings that have come from these times that you have truly been tried and you have been put to the, the stone and you have been pulled and pushed and prodded into uncomfortable areas and, and you know, uncomfortable zones that um, most of us would say if we knew what we were getting into, we would say, no, we don't want to do this. So let's talk about the rewards and the effects of the blessings that come from our making a choice to allow Father to make these experiences consecrated for our good and to learn from them and to get that spiritual education at the celestial level. You know, we always have good, better, and best. So share with us what your... Blessings and rewards have been for your faith, perseverance, and your endurance?
1: You know, at 80 years old, and being a member of the church for 40-some 47, 47, 40 odd years, when I first joined the church, the Spirit said to me, I am your friend. I've been with you all your life, but you didn't know it. That really impacted on me because there was moments in my time before I joined the church that I had this sensing of a divine connection, but I didn't understand it. And that was the beginning of my journey to be educated and becoming a sanctified vessel of our Savior, Jesus Christ. But it was a journey, but I still made some bad mis- mistakes in my life. In fact, most of my journey in, in the church has been making mistakes and full of repentance and building up that desire because of those experiences in connection with the Holy Ghost and his tutelage to have a, to create in me an increased desire like a burning flame to be like our savior, Jesus Christ. In joining the church, Everything in life of value has been given to me, me. whereas I I realized, looking back, if I had not joined in the church, I probably would have been dead on some battlefield or maybe in prison with the way my life had been going, basically self-destructive. The opening of my eyes to that over a period of time has been a Rightful revelation that just reinforced to me that not only is this church the true church, but it preaches the true religion and it preaches a religion of both good and bad versus the outside churches. That, as far as I'm concerned, just preach the religion of everything going to be honey on toast and 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 you know, paradisical, whereas the church of Jesus Christ preaches a religion that. It is celestial, but it's a reality of, of life where, like Job says, not only do we receive the good, but the bad also. But the bad is very intrinsic to our learning process of learning what's good and bad and right and wrong and helping us to appreciate in a celestial conceptualness of the value of life and the value of the tree of life and the commandments of Father in heaven and the way of living that life versus anything else. And that has been a great eye-opening journey for me. And it's taken me 40 some odd years to just say what I said and it's gonna take me a lifetime beyond the veil to continue to learn that and I relish it because it's exciting and it's a joyous and I've come to a point now where I welcome, with appropriate, educated attitude now, trials and tribulations because it's part of the eternal love of a Father in Heaven. You know, life is a combination of good and bad which teaches us joy. And it's this joy that I've received by living the Gospel to the best of my ability, with much repentance though. To take those nano steps to become like Christ like, and it's a fullness of joy which can only be revealed to those who actually are on, who have taken that course to live it sincerely and heartfully, not artificially. But I realize it's a growth from being a little baby through the process of toddlerism, through the process of young teenageism to teenageism, to what is called adult. The Father in Heaven is an adult and so is our Savior. And they offer us a fullness of joy if we will just keep His their commandments.
0: So it's truly line upon line, step by step, we don't right. take big bites. We need to do this in little baby steps.
1: That's the key right there.
0: And I really love how you say that your times of being pushed and stretched and prodded and bent and just going through your own personal hell, essentially, is the eternal love of Heavenly Father, and we need to remember that. It's okay to be in these throes and to be so desperate and so sad and depressed, but remember how much Father in Heaven loves us to give us these experiences because after all we want to become like him um dad i always love talking with you my dad and i are very close uh we're very much alike especially spiritually and that's why i felt it was very important to have him on this episode um because he's got a lot of faith with a spirit that's like a giant he does a lot of service and a lot of work for heavenly father and his savior jesus christ But his life has not been perfect whose lives have been perfect who can say my life has been without these refiner fire moments we need to remember that these refiner fire moments are for our good and for our blessing so just hold on to that as you go through it and it is like the iron rod hold on to it feel your moments Have your time, but eventually stand up in faith. Utilize what you've been taught in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Repent and find your way. Pray, invite inspiration and revelation into your life, and you'll know which direction to go, what to do, how to pray, what to fast for, and the steps to take. You know, as we talk about the blessings that come from remaining steadfast, and persevering through these moments that we experienced Ed. wouldn't you truly say it's okay it's okay to take a moment to feel it and to we can't always I guess what I'm trying to say is we can't always be this rock of faith we're not always gonna handle things perfectly and that's the point of these experiences wouldn't you say
1: yes I do and and it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to sin, but repent, and let the atonement and the power and the faith and the merit of our Savior Jesus Christ manifestate itself in the form of the Spirit of forgiveness, and and that cleansing that comes as a result of that, because it's part of the step of Jacob's ladder, of going from one rung to another realm, to another state of glory, print line upon line, principle upon principle, and that's the journey. And it's not only our journey, that's how Elohim became Elohim. That's how Jesus Christ became a complete Jesus Christ and a complete God. And we're doing and learning in the school of learning righteousness and holiness like they are. And as long as we're on that journey, we're okay it's the learning of right and wrong that's why adam and eve came down on this earth in the first place to learn right from wrong and this is what life is all about
0: and they had to partake of that fruit and they had
1: to partake of that fruit in order to receive the celestial glory otherwise there's no glory if eve our mother eve had not partaken of that fruit
0: and it it is a blessing to us
1: it is ultimately It's a blessing of joy and eternal and perfect love for us. And we need to be grateful.
0: Beautiful, dad. Beautiful. As we talk about some of the blessings that have come out of these times where you truly have been put through the refiner's fire. As I mentioned before, he's 80 years old. He's been married to my mom, his wife for over 50 years. He's got five children, he's got several grandchildren, and he has many great-grandchildren. My dad has a wonderful laugh that is infectious, and uh, he's got a wonderful personality. He is big-hearted, he is stable, and he is a rock when it comes to the gospel of Christ. And these are some of the blessings that he has and has been given by a loving heavenly father and savior but these blessings are also trickling down they are trickling to his wife his children his grandchildren and his great-grandchildren and i really appreciate you sharing yourself and opening up with me today and with our audience dad your faith and your testimony is so sweet and touching and let us all be willing to share to be genuine and to open that way we can uplift and edify each other and cheer each other on and this journey this wonderful journey that we have been given this is truly a once an eternity experience i love you dad thank you <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed that episode with uh, my dad, Ray Lemon. He is someone who has a lot of um, spiritual experience, especially when it comes to the language of the Spirit. And he's 81 now. He's learned a lot. And I hope that it has blessed your life this week and that the Spirit has talked to your heart and mind on what you need to do to refine your life, to refine yourself, to refine your spirit. Um, God bless. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And definitely there will be a brand new episode next week and I'm going to be doing it on forgiveness. I'm really looking forward to this and there's a lot to talk about. Uh, You guys stay safe, stay healthy. Most importantly, stay faithful and remember to be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. God bless and much love.